there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favourite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. Alan Air today is very proud to have a VIP MBE on board. She wowed us with her dance steps on Strictly Come Dancing and has taken us all over the world in her frontline documentaries. Please welcome on board, Daisy Dooley. This is the final boarding call for Stacey Dooley. Miss Stacey Dooley, can you please make your way to the gate? This is the final boarding call for Stacey Dooley. Stacey Dooley, Miss Dooley, Miss Dooley, Miss Dooley, Stacey. Thank you. So tell us what's going on with your conservatory. Oh well, this is it. Yes, it's my middle class problem. So I've walked into <laughs> I've walked into Alan's house and it is just so stuns. It is beautiful. She came over the moat. I lifted the drawbridge. It, Here she it. is. Five minutes later, I reached the front door. <laughs> but it is stunning. This house oh, is just thank beautiful. You, love. And I've bored everyone to tears with sort of Housegate, the saga. I bought it in lockdown because yeah. I'd always had flats and I needed a garden. So I went south of the river. Love it. Brilliant. But the kitchen's not great. Oh, and is it an old kitchen? And the basement's a bit smelly. I've got a manky conservatory on the back. Oh, but no. We'll just take time, will it? Yeah. I'll do it bit by bit. The living room's beautiful. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Are you overlooked, though? No. Actually, because I've got quite... a school there and the kids watch me sunbathing, and, and you know not. they do, and they film me. They do TikTok videos of me <laughs> with me tits out in me sun lounger. It's They're like assholes. Naked old man in Friends. Really? Naked wow. young man. Thank you. Naked hot oh, young she man. She them out the house and slags off me body. The naked hot <laughs> young man. Thank you. There he is. Uh, yeah, wicked. Why did you pick Allen Air? Because it's a lovely airline, isn't it? We're on this plane. Honest, it's a stunning airline. The leather, <laughs> the leather aesthetics are really working. Um, I wouldn't fly anyone else, to be quite honest oh, with you. Thank you, Stacey. Virgin and BA dead to me. <laughs> Allen Air forever. 
What kind of a traveller are you? I used to travel all the time, so I was never off a plane. With all your documentaries. Well, this is it. But it's hilarious because I'm not a brilliant flyer. I'm quite nervous, actually. And it doesn't really logically make much sense. I sort of, I'm more wobbly and a bit more nervous if I'm going west over water. (laughs) So if I'm going to America, Latin America... I'm sort of all like that because I think, well, if anything goes wrong and we're in the middle of the Atlantic, yeah. where are we going? Oh, but gosh, I think yeah. when we're going east, I At think well, we've got loads of places to stop or a mountain. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it can just ring down. Yeah. Something's happened. Can we borrow your airport? Yeah, give us the runway, babes. We just we won't be long. <laughs> we just need to borrow the runway, have a look at what's gone wrong and we'll be out here in no yeah. time. And, you know, I'm sat there and I torture myself and yeah. the turbulence. Are you a good flyer? I am, I'm getting better at it. I'm getting Fine. better at it. But the thing is with you, you're doing all this travelling, which you sort of like get a bit tense about. And then when you arrive there, you go to shitholes. I'm, I'm as good as gold. With your documentary series. You end up, you not only do you go there and you're laying on the beach having a tequila and a pina colada, you're having meth labs in Mexico. <laughs> you're all over the place. Well, this is what's funny. Like the, the travelling to a hostile environment, I mm. find more daunting and more frightening than yeah. the location itself. A meth lab, honestly, I'm not sort of saying it to be big time. I don't find that a massive hassle. I find it really fascinating and it's yeah. so insightful because it's not my world. Yeah, of course. It's getting there that's the saga. <laughs> it's the flight. And I'm yeah. always, and I sort of, as if they care. But when I get on the plane, I sort of pop my head round to say hello to the, um, to the pilot. Hello, <laughs> just to make sure that, you know, there are sort of people under 60 on this flight so it would be a terrible shame if something went wrong and then I say to the air hostess who's often a total sweetheart and really sort of patient are we expecting turbulence and she says well you know there might be sort of three hours in and I say I'm not great at flying so she just fusses me the whole while Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You actually go and uh, you do like a bit of market research. Uh, yeah. What's it going to be this like? This is it. Sort of plant the disclaimer. <laughs> I think I'm going to be a nightmare for you for the next 10 yeah. or 12 hours. So, Do you have a glass of champagne? Do you have pretzels? <sighs> I don't want a pretzel. I don't really booze, actually. I think that would make the whole situation much more yeah, intense. Anxiety, yeah. So I just normally have a cup of tea, packet of crisps. If I've been to prep, before I've got to the oh, game. You always go to prep, don't you? Always go to prep. So I'll get a few My dry nipples. mango. <laughs> but I am getting better. I was on a plane actually last night. That's my phone, Alan. I'm so sorry. I'm afraid we're not allowed. Phones. I need to turn it on to yeah, airplane mode. Yeah, put on airplane mode. No, that's Thank fair you. Enough. You've really <laughs> put me in danger now on this flight. <laughs> Do you know what the worst thing I got in prep? Kale crisps. What is the point? It's like no. a bag of fucking dust. Mate, you, you, green you, dust. You might as well just say, can I have a bag of green dust, please? And you look there, you've got green teeth. <laughs> you look like you got... Stuck in the top. <laughs> I know, no. what is the point? And they go, oh, no calories. Yeah, tastes like there's no calories. <laughs> what is the point of kale crisps? And you've got manky bits in your teeth upon arrival. I know, people have got gingivitis. Oh, mate, <laughs> we can't get it right. No. Um, I won't be trying the kale crisps, No, actually. don't. No, I'll be swerving them. waste of time. Let's be serious for a little yes, bit. Yes, yes, yes. When you went to Mosul, I'm fascinated oh, by yes. that. So, so traumatic, that thing. And those poor Yazidis and everything. What was it like there? I'm fascinated by that part of the world. What's mm. it like? Well, Iraq's beautiful, actually. I've been three times. Yeah. Um, and I... I'd, I'd been reading a lot about what had been going on in that part of the world. And, I, you know, for whatever reason, the Yazidi community yeah. were never really, in my opinion, prioritised, no. you know, with sort of mainstream news headlines. And I just thought they, I just thought they were remarkable people. I'm really just so um, 
so bloody impressive. You know yeah. what I mean? These are women who have been through hell and back, yeah. systematically raped. You know what I mean? They've watched their husbands be cut apart. Like, I, you know, I don't want to sort of be too gratuitous, but like they're just fucking brilliant, these women. And so I kept going back and forth to make films about them. And then I met one lady in particular who was desperate to sort of take control of her own narrative yeah. and sort of wanted to take us to Mosul where she was held by ISIS. And it was her sort of, you know, taking control of what she'd been through. And she took us and showed us, you know, where she was living for months and months and months. And Mosul, I couldn't believe it, Alan. Because like yeah. I was familiar with other areas. I'd been to Baghdad and I'd been to Erbil, which is northern Iraq, sort of. Because you said you knew that area because you'd looked yeah. at it so much. You knew that better than your hometown. Yeah, well, it was because you familiarise yourself because yeah. your risk assessments, you, you know. you got that tracker on your phone where they're following this you. This is it. You've got to call in back to the beef three times a day, etc. Rightly so. But So I was really sort of geographically sort of... Mm. On top of things, um, but Mosul, I mean, it's comparable, I suppose, to Birmingham because it's their second biggest city. So yeah. imagine, Alan, getting in the car and driving through a place like Birmingham and everything being decimated. Like there are no, there are no buildings left standing. It was just so bleak and so heartbreaking. And that's when you just think, fucking war. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I, I just. Well, you think that with Ukraine now, don't you? <laughs> you say you know, they're fighting over it, and you look at the. The buildings, they're like, what they fight for, it's right. just flat and it's heartbreaking. And, oh, yeah, I mean, Iraq's wicked. It's a beautiful part of the world. Mm. Um, I've been to, like, Iraq, Assyria, sort of near the border of Afghanistan. Mm. Um, an amazing part of the world. Um, I'd, yeah, I would love to go back, actually, and catch yeah. up with the girls. Yeah, uh, We yeah. still stay in touch because they share phones, like... You know, they'll take their SIM out so you won't hear from them for months, but then they'll put it back in their fire. Stacey, da 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 da. Oh, how nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are. They're just magic. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I feel really lucky. I feel really bloody lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were born in Luton. Where did you go on holiday as a kid? Oh, here we go. Okay, so, yeah. But I worked in Luton Airport, do you know that? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I lived in Luton. What did you do in Luton Airport? Um, selling the fragrance. Really? Yeah, so you're walking through, you know, you're going oh. on your holidays. Excuse me, sir, would you like to try the new fragrance? I was in charge Did you just of... squirt? Because sometimes you, they, don't, they, don't, they don't let you say yes, they just squirt in your yeah. face like well... nerve gas. <laughs> they don't, sometimes they don't say. There's no J-Lo's warning. Gash. <laughs> That one? I used to probably. Oh, what did I? I used to look after uh, Britney Spears. I think it was called Fantasy. It was in this bright purple ball. I love that. And Fantasy at Luton Airport. That's it. Perfect. Do you remember Izzy Miyake? Yeah. I used to be on Izzy Miyake. Whenever I smell that now, I'm sort of so nostalgic. I'm brought right back to my 6am shift at Luton Airport. <laughs> I was so skinned as well. I'd spend all my money early doors, like right at the start of the month. And then the last couple of weeks, I wouldn't have any money. Yeah. So I'd have to get friendly with the lads who worked at the pub. And um, they'd just give me free sandwiches because oh. I do 12-hour shifts. God. Did you get like money off Toblerones and shit? I think we just took them, to be honest. <laughs> And Fridays were always such a scream because the management would leave at around four o'clock and we had to work until six. So we had those two hours. And do you remember years ago in airports when you could buy a ticket to buy a luxury car? 
Do you remember that? Oh, the car would be there That's it. When on the like, Lazy Susan, yeah. That's it. So he would put the music right up and then, you know, all those little shots in Duty Free yeah. that you, you sort of offer to the to the customers. We'd have a couple of sort of shots of whiskey and then we'd be going out on the Friday night so we'd put, use all the makeup. <laughs> Amazing. To get ready. We were just truly having the most wonderful time, Luton Airport, yeah. Of course it's all there at Duty Free, makeup, alcohol. We're it's laughing. There. Oh my god. Yeah. You, you smell amazing. Quick squirt round your earlobes. You're ready out. to go. Ready to go. Amazing. Yeah. Seize the weekend. And sometimes, I mean, you would get a flight on the Friday to Marbella and then return on the Monday and go straight to work. And you would just, I mean, you can imagine. I want to come back as you in the next <laughs> life. This is my, I, you have my ideal life. I gave it all up for telly. Why did you do I know, that? I need to get back. I need to see if they'll give me my airside pass back. But it was, it was, yeah, I had the best bloody time. Oh. Yeah. And we were all friends, you know, you're working with your mates. Yeah, yeah. Um, so did you get envious of people going on holiday or was you, you just having too much fun in duty free? I was sort of, yeah, I was... <laughs> But then you sort of got your weekly customers. So there'd be lads that would fly up to Glasgow, you know, for a meeting or whatever. Yeah. So, And he'd buy his wife a couple of bottles of your perfume. So yeah. there was that rapport there that you built with different <laughs> customers. But I love it. It was a brilliant time for yeah. me. It really, really was. Lovely. I used to go Marbella. I used to go Ibiza, Tenerife, Lanzarote, you know, all those sort of easy jet flights, a couple yeah. of quid. <laughs> Hello, madam. Can I interest you in some Lulu by Sacherello de Pas... Excuse me, madam. Can I... Would you like some Lulu with... Can I give you a little sway? Would you like a squad of Lulu? Madam, could you... Arseholes. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem. Of a detour. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about Crunch Chocolate Bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. This episode is brought to you by the Weather Channel. It's suggested that brands avoid using sound effects in podcast ads. And remember to speak in a chill tone. Well, here's a suggestion for everyday life. Tap into the Weather Channel app. It's loaded with insights that help you manage your allergies, breathe easy, and... Use your outside voice! What in the weather are you waiting for? Be a force of nature with the Weather Channel app. What are you like, obviously, because you're a redhead? Yes. Do you burn? And how much fat did you put on? Yes, Alan, I'm in complete <laughs> denial that I'm bright white. I'm blue white. You know, corned beef legs. Do you know oh, what I mean? yeah. My brother's ginger, his skin's like dim sum. It... You can see his organs through the skin. No, I understand. <laughs> like, it's a hard relate. Yeah. And so when I was in my teens, I just wouldn't have it that I wouldn't tan. So yeah. I'd sit there and burn myself oh, silly, no. which is so daft. No, it's so daft. Do that. Love, you've got to be 
careful. I've got to be very, very careful. So now I'm factor 50, the hat, the brolly. Yeah. Uh, but I do love the sun. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't love me back. But um, just a fake tan now. Yeah, yeah. yeah but love. you're a lovely colour. Well, it's a tramp tan, isn't it? I'm on <laughs> tour at the minute. And Are so, you, Alan? Yeah, come and see I me. I would love to. Oh, my God. I'd love to. Yeah, get get your people to speak to my person. Fine, fine, fine. And I'll I'll put you. To, oh, that. But, be... but the thing is, I'm so tight. Fine. Because I I just we get kicked out of the hotel at twelve, so we just wander <laughs> around because I don't want to pay for a night if I'm going home. No. So in Norwich, I was out for like fourteen hours. I nearly died of exposure. Dragging the bag. Yeah, dragging the bag. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not paying for a hotel room Quite when I'm right. going home. So it's really tight. But you do have an amazing tan. And do you want to know some gossip? Go on. I had a blood test. I'm anemic. Stop. I'm anemic. What is that? I think my mum was there. I don't have any folic acid because I'm on this vegan diet. Fine. Because so I've got a farm, you see, and I'm off eating cows because we got cows. And you've fallen in love with them. I know, and yeah. I can't have lamb. No, you can't eat it now. No, but I'm now just... I'm like basically getting rickets because I love animals. So I'm. <laughs> have you really got a farm? Yeah. In London, no. No, 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 down in Kent. Fine. Alan. Got a lovely farm. We've got alpacas, sheep, chickens, pygmy goats, you name it. We rehome them all. They're all going to be killed, but we rescue them. It is an absolute money. Like a sanctuary. Yeah, I bet. Sanctuary, glorified petting zoo. Fine. You know what I was thinking? You know how ungrateful they are? We save these animals, like, and they still just give us dirty looks. I don't get it. You know, when you open a gate, you don't have to go through it. You know, we're going to say to the animals, just because open a gate, they just walk through it. You know, you don't have to go through there. Just stay in your field and eat that fucking grass. You've got posh grass there. Don't give me any grief. Just I know, but keep they, your head down. I know, but they don't, yeah, though. No. Oh, the gate's open. What's going on here? Yeah, go no, go back in your field. Yeah. I was speaking to Catherine Tate a couple of days ago, and she's done the same thing. Yeah. She's mad on animals. There is something about comedians yes. and some. John Bishop, Ricky Paul Gervais. He's obsessed yeah. with his animals, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there is something about... Do you think you all hate humans? I think we probably do. Yeah you've, yeah, you've had enough. Yeah, you know, you've been heckled a few times. You never get heckled by a cow. They'll shit and stare <laughs> at you, but they'll never heckle you. You've had enough of Gary in the lobby saying, Alan! Oh, I know. Yeah. They, they don't answer back animals. I do no. love I prefer animals oh, to people. There you go. I love you, obviously. No. It's not a dig at you, love. <laughs> this is the message for all our passengers heading to Bulgaria. Can you please make your way to gate three? All humans to go through gate three. No animals, I'm afraid. No cows, no horses, no goats. What's that? It's an emotional support goat. Oh, they are welcome. Please come on board, turn right. Would you like a glass of champagne? Tell me somewhere where you've been that you love going back to. Where do I love going back to? It can be somewhere in the UK, you know, it can be... I've got a real soft spot. This is really, this sounds very sort of... um... Big love. time. But oh. I love going to Japan. I've got a real soft spot for Japan. It is, have you been? Yeah, I it. Is, it. I really, I thought it was such an unbelievably exciting part of the world. And I think because I think what I loved about it was because it feels so foreign and it feels so 
unfamiliar and that's what I really really adored about it it just felt like you had been transported we had hadn't you but an entirely different part of the world the people were really sort of war I just loved it I I, I like going back to Japan did you go to Tokyo did you go to Kyoto I traveled yeah Yeah. but I've never been skiing and I know you can go skiing in Japan yeah so I'm desperate to go and although I've never been skiing anywhere I just fancy all the gear and I think I'd like the ambiance do you know what I mean a prey ski and all that really no not for you. Two weeks of just holding on to a tree. Holding on for dear life I know, and hoping I for the best. So white, I went so pale and the woman had to give me some sugar water oh, because I was going to pass out. I mean, I just not... And, you know, the, the kids there, they just, they, they ski round you because they've been trained <laughs> from a young age. You know what I mean? You just feel old and crap. And ill. And ill. Because and they're like, just... move it, granddad. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm on the kiddie slope and it's just depressing, <laughs> honestly. And it's basically flat. And you're like that. I just don't get it. No. And if I break my leg, you can break your leg. Yeah, and you can't afford to break your leg. I you're a busy love. man. I am so... You've got animals to feed. I know, I know. No. I'll be yeah. humanely destroyed. <laughs> so tell us somewhere that you didn't like. I suppose... One of my least fave trips, years and years ago, I made a documentary in Bulgaria and I was focusing on a place called Sunny Beach. Oh my God, I know Sunny Beach. Alan. My ex's mum and dad stayed in Sunny Beach and the hotel accused them of stealing the telly. (laughs) They did, they said, open your bag, you've stolen the telly, but the telly had fallen off and gone down behind the settee. And she went, why am I going to steal a Bulgarian telly for? I've got a telly at home. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> but I did. I mean, the Bulgarians were very sweet, but I wasn't there to hang out with the Bulgarians. I was there to document Barry from Chigwell stick a firework up his ass. <laughs> so I... You say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I was making a film. You haven't had a night out I'm with me, not- Honestly, I just, I remember this poor lad. I mean, we were making a film about, I suppose the idea was behind the scenes of Sunny Beach because loads of Brits were going there for their holidays. And it was, I was sat in A&E and this lad had a firework up his arse. And, you know, the doctor was sort of explaining why you shouldn't be sticking fireworks up you know, your your anus to a 20-something-year-old. And there was another lad who came up to me and he said, oh, Stacey, do you want me to um, get your name tattooed on my arse and you can film it? I said, oh, mate, I'm all right, Tar. I said, but have a brilliant, brilliant night. Then, this, I promise you, this is no top-up. 20 minutes later, the same guy comes up to me. He's had Stacey tattooed on his arse. I wait for it. He's like, oh, you need to pay him. He wanted me to pay, (laughs) Alan, he wanted me to pay for the tattoo that I told him not to get. No, 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 no. Uh That is rude. You you owe him however much. (laughs) I'm not not paying for it. So, yeah, Bulgaria, whilst I'm sure there are beautiful parts of of that country, I didn't. I didn't get to um, soak up the Bulgarian culture. No, but then that's the trouble with documentaries. You do end up going to the place where yeah. all the drama is yeah. and all that. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir, we don't sell fireworks here on Allen Air. No, you'll have to stick a panini up your ass. Thank you.
you got a new show at Hungry Fork. Yes. It's all about food yeah, yeah, and yeah. chefs. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, it's a lovely series, actually. Do you know a lad called Big Zoo? Yes. 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 Oh, my! I'm just madly in love with Big Zoo. He's great, isn't he? He is such a diamond. So it's a really sort of straightforward premise. You know, there's a load of really impressive young cooks and then every week they're given a challenge and then every week someone's voted off and at the end, da-da, and it's a really beautiful prize. Zoo is one of the, the mentors alongside a girl called Chef Kay and she's based in LA and she looks after like Diddy and Bieber and Drake oh, wow. and she's like the real deal. And we had a lovely time. We filmed it in Peckham. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny, you know what it's like. You'll have had conversations like this sort of way more than me, but it, when they were sort of pitching it, they said, oh, we're going to film it in Tulum. In Mexico. Oh. I said, oh, brilliant. Yeah, I'll def- I'm definitely up for that. Yeah, let me- I'd love that gig. Thank you ever so much. Then it moved from Tulum to Glasgow. Then it went from Glasgow to Peckham. <laughs> so it wasn't anyway. But at work, well, That's work, like me on d- my DNA journey. Oh, really? Yeah. I was over to Peckham. Is that All my you? family's from Peckham. <laughs> I'd had my passport packed, my Pisbuan. I was like, Alan, here we go. I must have a bit of Latino blood in me. Surely, surely there's a bit of Italian in me. No, Peckham. All they were in Peckham, walking up and down Peckham. Oh, you're home for dinner at least. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. But like, I would love a bit of Spanish. Oh. Wouldn't we like a bit of Spanish in? Wouldn't everyone? Oh, 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 Alan, wouldn't everyone? Oh, oh, oh. You might. Well, you're going to Sicily tomorrow. You might get lucky. I know. I know. You never know. Yeah. A bit of Italian in you. Oh, I love. Oh, you deserve. So handsome. They are lovely. so handsome. Got such a lovely gene pool. This episode is brought to you by Fiat. A remix just hits different. The 2024 Fiat 500e is no exception. Cruise city streets in style with an all-electric ride that's fully equipped with an available premium JBL audio system. Explore the all-new 2024 Fiat 500e at fiat.com. Fiat is a registered trademark of FCA Group Marketing SPA. Used under license by FCA US LLC. Talking about food, are you quite adventurous? Will you try street food or will you like just get room service? I'll eat anything, really. I'm quite easy going. I've it. What if I, yeah, I've, I mean, I've been poorly a couple of times. I love one of my favorite parts of the world is India. I've sort of quite familiar with India. I've been maybe that's what started your career, wasn't that's it? it? Blood, sweat, and Jesus, 100 yeah. years ago, but uh, yeah, I've been back. Pop- Probably five times. First couple of times, I was so poorly. Yeah, and I, I, had, oh, I had this older lady, this older Indian lady, and she was so kind. I remember vividly, I had long hair at the time, and she was holding my hair back in a ponytail. I was on my hands and knees, oh, no. throwing up. And she, this beautiful stranger really, really looked after me. Um, but now my stomach, I think I've sort of trained myself. I can eat anything. Yeah, yeah. Quite robust, yeah. Because the thing is with India, it's such, you feel like saying this as a, as a cliche, but it is an assault of the senses. A hundred percent. It is. The smells are different, the colours, yeah. everything, the spices. It's manic, isn't it? The chaos, I love they it. Love as to soon be as you don't they? <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Coming through, oh, coming don't through. Yeah, don't give a shit. I'd love to go back, actually. I might go next year. Where's your favourite place in India? Um, I love Mumbai, actually. I've I've really, never been there. Oh, it's, you would absolutely adore it. It's really, really cool. But I also love Kerala. I haven't been to Goa. I know everyone's been Goa, but yeah, I've yeah. not been. Where did you go? I went Goa. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, you find Everyone all the, all the rough goes. people go to Goa. Where have you been? 
Goa. Everyone's been Goa. <laughs> it's so predictable. Oh, oh. Goa. <laughs> No, but I also did the pink triangle. Is oh, that what yeah. it's called? No, no, Jaipur is the pink city. That was amazing. You didn't and see Jane McDonald there, did no, you? No, I didn't. Singing no. Ray Alive. I would have liked that. Jane that McDonald. Been... <laughs> I, you know, there's nothing. When Jane's on her cruises, mm. I'm just, I'm on the sofa and I'm, I'm Vivi invested. I think, Jane, good for you, babe. I love Jane. And do you mm. know what? I was at um, Gatwick once and we'll go into Venice. And you know, sometimes it goes, gate opened, and then two seconds later, Gate closing. Yeah, give us a chance. Yeah, come on, love. I'm buying me kale crisps in Brett. So I'm like, pull, pull, quick. Because I get nervous. So I'm running along. Out the corner of my eye, someone in some cork wedges is overtaking me (laughs) on the far right. It's bloody Jane McDonald. Oh, Jane. She's like Usain Bolt. She's obviously worried. No, she's obviously worried about flying without me. She's an anxious person. That's why she goes on cruises because the boat won't bloody leave without her. But yeah, I couldn't believe that. Wow. I know it's not the most amazing anecdote. But Nobody's to be lapped by yeah, Jane McDonald. There you go in a cork wedge. And a cork wedge, and she can run, and it's hard to run in a cork wedge. Was she wearing white jeans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love her art. <laughs> Love Jane. <laughs> Do you complain and what if you do, what gets you go? I always feel I'm too apprehensive to complain, even if the service is really shoddy and I'm not happy. And, you know, the thing is, you know, we're not, I don't expect any special treatment. I just expect decent customer service. You know what I mean? We work hard for our money. This is our holidays. But I always feel a bit wobbly and I think, oh, just don't say anything because I suppose I worry that they're going to say, oh, she was here the other day and she's such a nightmare yeah, you, um, yeah they do have that over you don't they because yeah. that will spread like wildfire well, this is it it'd be nice to everyone and then you say I'll piss off to someone and that's Alan yeah. Carr's an arsehole <laughs> yeah no. No, so I, I wonder it does. If, honestly it does. I wonder if that's why I'm always sort of yeah shy to to kick off do you no, I wind up when I was with obviously my ex now, but I used to just wind him up and then he'd have a go and then I'd go, Paul, Paul, stop it, they're only doing their job. But I was like, have a go, have a go, have a go. Slag her off, slag her off. And I'd be like, Paul, she's just doing her job. Paul, have some decorum for Please, the love of everyone's God. Everyone's looking now, everyone's looking. All this commotion I that I didn't just want. Just ignore him, love. And I say, just ignore him and just make him look like a complete arsehole. <laughs> Yeah. What I about a smoky room? What if you say you go in the hotel room and someone's had a fag? Yeah, because I don't smoke. I hate smoking. And so I'm not, yeah, I'm not good with the ciggy smell. So I think if I was to, yeah, if I was to find myself in a room that stunk of cigs, I probably would yeah. go down and be sort of, sort of over apologetic about the whole thing. But I would just say, is there any chance I, I can have another room? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's funny sometimes. For example, when I was staying in a room a while back in Blackpool, the room wasn't great. Like, you know, the, it, it just smelt a bit and it was a bit damp and it was just all a bit manky. And I love Blackpool, but it weren't, yeah. it weren't a great room. And I went downstairs and he was sort of quite put out that I had had the audacity to come down and sort of ask for another room. And that's when I get a bit... Yeah. Nee, 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 nee. You know, I'll get a bit sort of gobby then. Oh, yeah. You're a redhead. You're fine. Yeah. I think, look, can I just... Oh, I'm not asking for much. I just need a clean room. Yeah, and that clean is... I mean, I stayed in Blackpool once and on this, in this hotel on the seafront and the grouting round the window was so shit... <laughs> I was tasting sand as I was watching the telly. <laughs> the sand was coming in round the grout, and I'm like, 
why can I taste sand? And I went downstairs. I said, listen, love, I've got sand in me gums. <laughs> I wonder what? if it was the same hotel. Was it the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We'll blow that out. We'll pixelate yes. that. Yeah. So that, yeah. Alan. Because I turned the bloody lights on at Blackpool. Well, you'd think they'd treat you with a bit more respect. Well, I had the presidential suite in this hotel. I was like, what, what president? I don't think I was in the presidential suite. Well, you're not Alan. Oh, Gale, no, you're absolutely you? right. I think I was a few few floors down. <laughs> in fact, I know I was a few floors down. <laughs> How funny. Quarters. I love a staycation, though. Yeah. I do love a staycation. I do like Blackpool. I do like Blackpool. It's I got like such Blackpool. a charm about it. But Oh, can I talk about MBE? Can I talk about yes. What's that like? getting an MBE tell me about it well it's not holiday specific but I'm intrigued because I want I think I should bloody deserve get one what else do they want you to do I wondered whether you know because they're saying about how elitist it is I think it should be like Dickinson's real deal when you go there they offer you something and you go have you got anything else like MBE I've come can I have a, a knighthood no joke I'm going to auction <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and then the Queen well, puts the money down. I was expecting a bit more. MBE is the, I think it is the lowest. So oh, I, don't be horrible. I have, more than I've got. I have, I, I am just on there, but I'm hanging on for dear life because it goes MBE, OBE, da-da-da, 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 knighthood, knighthood. dame, da-da-da. Um, I'd like to be a baron. Can you be a baron? I'm sure they can. Someone can sort What's that out for you. The biscuit. I'll have to research. <laughs> I want to be a bit. I'll have to research, but yeah, surely yeah. you does it your contribution to Oh my god, how much charity work do I do? Honestly, I do so much charity work and no one bloody gives me anything. Saved all them animals. Saved Yes. Gave Blackpool their Christmas light and joy. I put in that Salvation Army thing at the end of the road. I'm always putting clothes in there. Do, when do I get a night? I'll have a word. <laughs> I'll have babes. a word. Um, so where did you go to get it and who gave it to well, you? This well, st- this is the story in itself. So <laughs> I opened the front door a couple of years ago and there was a letter on the floor. And it was from HMRC, HMC or, you know, <laughs> some kind of... Alan, oh. I thought. So it was, it was kind of, you know, that kind of legit embossed paper and I shit myself and I thought what have I done have I missed my payment have I not done myself tax return correctly xyz and I opened it and I thought I'm going to prison and then it was actually saying that I I had I had an MBE I know what a treat actually but then there was a saga because there were only certain dates that you could go and collect it um, and I was working, so I kept missing my moment. So whilst I've got the um, the paperwork and I've got that side of things, I haven't got the little pin. Oh, what the... Yeah. You just need to get that, I need to, I know, I need to prioritise that, really. Yeah, get your pin. I think I would have liked Harry to have given me it, and I think that ship sailed, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, you ain't going to... He's not coming. Harry's to give me my pin, is he? <laughs> your captain speaking we are on our final approach to our destination cabin crew get ready for landing cabin crew get ready for landing right now we're about to land Mm -hmm. 
So listen, we've just got time for a quick fire quiz. Okay. Sure. Okay, can you make sure your tray table's up and your window's up? Thank you. Thank you, you so can much. Can you see your seatbelt? Yep, absolutely. Okay, it's done up. That's wonderful. What about me with my uh, feet on your sofa? Get yourself comfy, Stace. <laughs> Sleep, honestly. Listen, we've had dogs on here and everything. Don't worry, love. Sorry. Look Go at on. the state of your socks, though. I know, though. they're all manky on the bottom. I know, I've just just checked myself. They are nice, anyway. Is that gold Fred or is it the Fred Bear? Well, my pal <laughs> bought me these. For Christmas. Oh, nice. There we go. Lovely. Anyway. Mojito or mint tea? Mint tea. Nudist or not on your Nelly? Nudist. Oh, my Yay. God. But you burn. You burn. Oh, that's skinny true. dip at night. I'll have to make... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love being naked. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I sort of love just running about in my knickers. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, I live my best life, but I'll make sure I've got factor 50 on my nipples. Yeah, you've got to. Yeah, I don't want to get burned. No, you don't no. want that, love, do you? <laughs> St. Lucia or St. Ives? St. Lucia. Full English or full moon party? Oh, um, I've experienced both. I filmed a full moon. <laughs> I've experienced mo- <laughs> full English. Wow, that's so brave. I experienced a full I'm so cultured. But I filmed at a full moon party. I filmed the founder of the full moon party and he robbed my sunglasses. No, that's bang out of order. Yeah, he was wearing them as a joke for the interview and then he just never gave them back. And I felt too, I felt too nervous to ask for them back, so I just left. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, that was quite the gig. You need to push, you need to get your sunglasses back, you need to get that MBE. I've got a lot to do. The to-do list is growing. I know, isn't it? And last but not least, tip them or fuck them. Do you tip? I do tip. Even if the service hasn't been above and beyond, I do yeah. tip. Just to cut the quid. Yeah, right, not. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Stacey. We've landed. Thank you. Where are we? Um, Peckham. Lovely. <laughs> Come to see your lot. Yeah, we've circled around <laughs> and we've landed in Peckham. Please pick up your baggage from the carousel. Thank you so much. Thank you. How much fun was that? Thank you, Stacey. What a laugh. Now, don't forget to look out for her DNA Family Secrets on BBC Two and iPlayer this week and her BBC Three show, Hungry For It, coming out later this year. Next week, I'll be chatting with Angela Scanlon. Don't forget, live the beat.